Business intelligence is integral today. It empowers organizations and creates strategic direction and market advantage. It provides competitive insight through analytic tools. In this episode, we'll discuss crucial needs for business intelligence and how healthcare is lagging behind other industries. Joining me for this discussion is Todd Baker. Todd, it's been a while. Welcome back. Thanks, Tom. Great to be here again. So tell us a little bit about your background and your current role here at Vizient. Similar to our last conversation in the fall, I am leading some quality improvement work, specifically on national scorecards and readmission reduction in our quality improvement team at Vizient. All right, let's just level set here. Define what business intelligence is for us and what does it involve really? Well, business intelligence is the ability for an organization to organize their data and their analytics to support the entire organization and become essentially one source of truth for all the analytics that the organization needs. And in healthcare, oftentimes, you don't do a very good job of establishing that one source of truth. And that's what business intelligence is really focused upon. What are some of the common functions of business intelligence? You really can break it down to almost an innumerable number of options, but if you break it down to the key categories, mostly financial, clinical support, a lot of times you'll find in healthcare analytics platforms or organizations, neither of those are well integrated. And oftentimes the clinicians and the service line teams are looking for additional data to inform them on their clinical opportunity and as well as their financial opportunity. So really integrating those functions into a business intelligence platform. So this seems like it's actually crucial for success then, isn't it? It's absolutely crucial. Tom, you and I have talked about this in the past. It's interesting because healthcare is always well behind other industries. Mm -hmm. But if you look at every other business in the country and the way things are evolving, data is that DNA, right? The analytics are what makes all these businesses go, whether you're in real estate or you're in making movies or maybe you're a car dealership. All of that information effectively lubricates your business. In healthcare, we're typically well behind the curve on that. Mm -hmm. And many hospitals, frankly, don't even know kind of where their strengths and weaknesses are and how they operate because much of that information is not organized in a way to support the business effectively. So it's really critical that healthcare evolve to where many other organizations are in many other industries. So this makes sense to me, but I'm still struggling a bit on putting my arms around how we could do this. Can you give me some understanding of how in other industries it's being used? So Tom, a good example might be Amazon. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, I mean, everybody probably uses Amazon at some level. And most of the interaction between the consumer is, do they have that product I'm seeking? On that user interface, when you're on the web and you want to buy that book or you want to buy the furniture cover or whatever you're seeking, the consumer sees that on that platform. But what they don't know is what's actually making all of this work are the data and the analytics behind those products and how that data and that analytics actually bring those products to that user interface and how it organizes that information so that it's easy to choose. It's an effective price. It's got a distribution that can be delivered quickly to fulfill Amazon's promise. All that back end is a massive data analytics engine that actually drives that entire business. And so again, that's kind of one that I think many people might resonate with. But if you think about it in healthcare, when you're a patient, think about just the disconnects when you go to the physician's office or when you go to the hospital and those systems don't talk to each other and they don't know that you already were prescribed those medications. These are the kind of things that healthcare has a long way to go to actually manage and to improve. And the big businesses like Amazon and some of the way that they use data, I think, is an effective way to see where the future may take us. So where are we today in the use of analytics and data in transforming hospital performance and healthcare delivery then, Todd? Some hospitals are out there really close to the cutting edge, if you will. Some of them are effective in organizing this, but I would say the great majority, probably 95%, don't organize themselves in a cohesive fashion in a way that could create 
tremendous patient benefit, but also potentially create more economic leverage in their hospital. I mean, think about it. A lot of payers with their resources have substantial data assets where they're able to come to a hospital and they're able to talk to them and basically essentially demand certain pricing, if you will, in some of their negotiations because they have all the data. It's my opinion that it's a real opportunity in healthcare for hospitals to own that data and to actually essentially drive the market and create the market to drive that leverage with those payers. Again, we're way behind, long way to go, but I think there's a tremendous upside and opportunity to improve that. So as many of our organizations have margins that are actually getting more and more narrow, this makes sense to me because it gives you not only buying power, but actually more understanding of what you're buying. Right. And think about it importantly, as this industry goes through an evolution, the industry has grown up in all these silos. Mm -hmm. We have the hospital silo. We have the ambulatory silo. We have the physician office silo. As a patient, you have heart failure. You're not worried about those silos. You want your heart failure managed. Right. I think that in order for us to get to that future where you're actually managing the patient and the wellness of the patient as opposed to just the disease state, we're going to need much more effective analytics that start at the hospital level, but also integrate well into the ambulatory environment, post-acute environment, every other potential area that a patient touches. That's all part of a big business intelligence or data analytics solution that healthcare needs desperately. Hey, Todd, when you're describing this, it also makes me think that this might be an opportunity even for staffing. Yeah, I think so too. I think if you look at other industries relative to staffing, there's a lot of work around just-in-time staffing, flexing workforces. There's no industry now that's actually having more challenges with staffing than healthcare. Right. And certainly most of our hospitals see that every day in the fact that they're hiring temporary nursing, flying them in at an extraordinary expense to fill those gaps. Big data potentially and analytics, I think, can help forecast that more effectively. And if you get to a place where you're actually managing the patient more effectively from a chronic standpoint, you're going to increase capacity because you're going to stop that patient from bouncing back into the hospital, taking a bed that they didn't need, that they actually are now in because there's not an effective communication between the hospital and the post-acute environment. So those are all areas where, to your point, I think that there's real opportunity for this industry to improve. So I understand why organizations need to do this, Todd, but what are the challenges in developing a business intelligence function in a healthcare organization? As noted, there's so much inertia in healthcare that this is the way that we've always done it. There's also so much legacy build, if you will. I mean, how many times have you been in your career, you've been in a hospital and you've seen a process or a protocol or a data set that's been created for an individual physician five years ago because that doctor needed something to solve a particular problem or everybody was excited about addressing a particular need. Then that actual data set just keeps getting built and replicated and reported over the next five years. No one uses it. No one looks at it. And it just wrecks capacity, frankly, in the analytics group. But it's an example of how things build on itself and there's not a refreshment of the need and the strategy associated with that business. And I want to go back to where the industry is evolving, and that is really from a payment standpoint, aligning care around managing the patient and the wellness of the patient as opposed to the episodic treatment of that patient's disease. And so as we start to move into that arena, I think that you'll find that the way that we're going to be successful is by much stronger analytics, a much improved strategy around analytics in each hospital, and a focus around that strategy and how to actually differentiate themselves in their market through those analytics. I even see this as a way of actually decreasing variation, using analytics to decrease variation and actually look at outcomes, if you will. 
No question. And that's to where healthcare systems have all been built to this point. Right. Have all been mostly financial billing type of thing. But to your point, the future is how do you manage the outcome and how do you manage the success for the patient? That will drive those financial results. Absolutely. But we have to kind of reverse that. And these and analytics is critical to be successful there. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. I want to thank Todd for joining us. And he'll return next episode to continue our discussion. And if you'd like to contact him, we've put his email address in the resource section of our podcast page. And if you have any additional questions pertaining to modern practice or simply want to send us your comments, please contact me at our email at modernpracticepodcast.com. We posted a link in our resource section as well. And please join us for other Modern Practice Podcasts. Subscribe today, like us, or send us your comments. I'm Dr. Tom Villanueva. Thanks for listening.